Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of In the Grad Scheme of Things. How are you all doing today? Feeling good? I am feeling fresh as ever and so excited to introduce you to our guest on the podcast today. So let's get into it. about creating episodes for this podcast a lot of the time Raki and I just sit down and think about what we would have wanted to know when we were at university or what we wish that someone had told us and for me I wish that before I went to Freshers with my two suitcases in hand someone had actually told me exactly how to make the most out of the next three years yeah I totally agree and firstly Kudos to you for filling it all into two I was suitcases. Yeah. I had about two cars. Um, but I had a lot of people telling me that this is going to be the best three years of your life, but actually no advice on what opportunities to get involved in or what societies to take part in and what university initiatives are actually going to boost my career. We're living in a hub of new experiences and opportunities and it's so, so easy to feel so lost in it all. And that's why we've decided to record a whole episode around how to make the most out of university. And we brought in two wiser people that did exactly that. So chatting with us today is Saskia, our head of attraction here at Wiser, and Jodie, who is our attraction lead. So their roles revolve around building out campaigns for our clients, both on campus and across social media that promote undergrad and grad opportunities to students. They not only spend lots of professional time analysing campus life, but they've certainly made the most out of their university years beforehand. So welcome, guys. How are you doing today? Excited to be here. Yeah, ready for a little trip down memory lane. (laughs) Your podcast debut. (laughs) It's so nostalgic, isn't it? But before we get into all the golden nuggets of advice, can you tell our listeners a bit more about your university experiences? Yeah, of course. Do you want to go first? Yeah, mine was the furthest away, so I'll <laughs> we just go, to recap. Yeah, we go chronologically, I'll go first. Um, so I went to the University of Surrey. Shout out to any Surrey stags. <laughs> so what, what was that? It was so long ago. Um, so yeah, I uh, actually studied dance. Well, the degree was called Dance and Culture. And it was a three-year degree, but I quickly realized I didn't want to go into the performing arts whilst I was there loved it as a hobby but just it wasn't what I wanted to do as a career so I got I ended up getting involved in student politics Uh, yeah and I honestly had no experience in sort of public speaking or anything that would probably be relevant to student (laughs) politics but I think in the moment I was like I'll try something different it might open some doors so yeah ended up running in the student elections got to make some campaign videos which are on YouTube and embarrass, <laughs> still embarrass me to this day um, and then yeah ended up staying at uni for an extra two years uh, as a sabbatical officer which is like a full-time paid job coming out of uni I like to say I was a professional student for my last two years <laughs> and uh, yeah that's kind of my experience so Bit, bit more extended than the standard student perhaps. Love it. Yeah, I went to Exeter and studied international relations with French and Italian and a placement year. She's <laughs> so, a bilingual babe. Yeah. Um, yeah, longest degree title ever. At graduation, it was genuinely embarrassing, like walking across the stage, <laughs> the only person who studied that. Um, but yeah, so I was part of loads of societies. Um, I also did the placement year, which really kind of formed my future. And then I was also an ambassador on the Wiser Academy, which is a student ambassador program, which we'll talk about a little bit later um but yeah lots of great experiences I absolutely loved uni I feel like going back I probably could have done a bit more work but you know <laughs> it's what it is. so 
if we're going back to freshers, walking around that first freshers fair can be super overwhelming. I know it was for me. I might have been in a hungover state. But um, how did you both go about choosing the societies and networks to get involved in? I'm not going to lie. I genuinely just followed my friends around and joined what they did. I, I was a bit more introverted when I first started uni and... I was really nervous about going to society events on my own. So I just thought I'll just join things that my friends, like the people that I had met for one day were. <laughs> um, so at least I knew someone when I was going along to things. And I think that's a really good tactic if you're a little bit nervous. It doesn't really matter what society it is. Like all society events are kind of the same. Um, so if you feel more comfortable going with someone that you know, just follow them around and join the same societies as them. <laughs> I think I kind of had a dual approach. I, I did a bit of research before. So there were some societies that I knew, I think even before I, I started at uni that I wanted to be part of. So um, the dance squad, I'd seen some of, their, some of their videos on social media or something before. And I was like, it's my dream to be in this team. <laughs> so I will be part of this team. So I, I kind of made a beeline for them. But then I think there were a few others where just on the day, I kind of floated about and just saw like, what they had to offer, spoke to the people. I, I think you'll find societies put a lot of effort into their stalls so you can really get an understanding of sort of what they're all about and what the sort of culture of that society is and, you know, um, yeah, what they have to offer really. So I'd say a bit of both for mm. me. And if you don't know as well, you can just join the societies that are along with your course. So mm. most courses will have like a politics society or a French society or something like that. Yeah. That's a good way of meeting people who study similar things to you, which is helps later down the line when you need help with um, assignments and that sort of thing. <laughs> yeah, and I I completely agree. I first joined Massage Society. No one knows that about me. <laughs> um, but no, I just thought it was a really fun way to get to know people. Obviously, I, I went as <laughs> intimate. <laughs> Very intimate. We started off with massaging the hands, don't worry. But um, we, it was, we went in pairs and you spend half an hour like learning how to massage on your friend and then the other half an hour basically getting a free massage. You guys are all looking at me like it was <laughs> I think PG. that's crazy. <laughs> it was completely PG, but I did only go once. And then that was the end of that. But honestly, have fun with it at the beginning, I think. Like yeah. join as many and then you'll really understand what you do enjoy more out of everything. The only thing is, sometimes they are expensive, so don't join yeah. Yeah, like that's 20 true. and then not go to anything. That's true. Make the most yourself. of like the free sessions they have yeah. at the beginning. It's just yeah. a good way to yeah. meet people. Yeah. Most of them will have taster sessions. Yeah. I think yeah. At my uni, there was like a sports weekend where you could try out all the different sports. Uh, but yeah, first year is definitely the time to just dip your toe in to lots yeah. of different societies and figure out which one suits you best or which few suit you best. So it sounds like you were both incredibly active in societies at university. So how did you manage to juggle that along with pursuing your degree and actually staying on top of your lectures and everything like that? I'm not going to lie, I wasn't very good at this for the first two years of uni. I completely threw myself into societies and social life. I was the um, social sector for politics society, so I basically Amazing. just got to plan parties the whole time. It was great. <laughs> um, and like, invite all my friends. Um, so I definitely flipped after my placement year because I had that experience of working a full-time job nine to five so I came back in final year kind of made up for all the work that I hadn't done in first and second year and turned it around <laughs> yeah I think also in first year you're you're not normally going to be presented with the opportunity to be a to have a committee role mm. so you can kind of just be a member and make that kind of fit around what else you've got going on and then I think as the year's progress and you have perhaps less and less time you need to focus more of your attention on your studies you can then sort of devote 
or choose which avenue you want, want to sort of devote your time more to. Mm-hmm. So then maybe step it up and run for a committee position and think, right, I've been in X, Y, and Z society this year. I actually just want to focus on this one and I want to take it to the next level and I want to take on a position in that mm. in that society and go from there. Um, but no, it's not it's not a straightforward balance. Yeah. I think everyone's probably got their own way of doing it. And with your placement, yeah, was that always the plan for you when you went to uni? It actually wasn't. So when I first started at uni, I was planning on doing a year abroad. So I was going to go to France for a year, um, probably work. But during the course of the degree, I just kind of more and more realised I didn't want to go abroad. Um, there was like a variety of different factors. Mainly our kind of placement year tutor was basically saying that we were all going to have a terrible time and manage our <laughs> expectations. And I was like, guys, Great I'm not doing it. <laughs> so all my friends had to do it because they, all my friends from my course pretty much studied like a straight languages course. But because I did the politics side of things, I was able to change the weighting of my degree so I didn't have to go. Oh. So all my friends had to like go off to Spain, France. Some of them had a nice time. Some of them had not a great experience um so I just picked to do um I still wanted to take a year out I wasn't really ready to graduate after the three years and I knew that all my friends were going to be coming back in fourth year so decided to do a placement year in the UK instead it was such a good decision and you obviously managed to make some money during your time at university with your placement year but I think a lot of the time when you think about students you just think about how broke they are I know that was a struggle (laughs) for me I did live up to that (laughs) stereotype did you guys manage to make money during university were you involved in any money making initiatives did you have any jobs yeah so I was actually quite lucky I had a part-time job in my hometown before and there happened to be the same sort of chain of clothes store where mm-hmm. I was going to uni um, so I was able to just transfer back and forth between the holidays so I definitely recommend if you're thinking about which uni you're going to just check out as well and see if they've got perhaps if you already got a part-time job if they've got that store there or if there might be some sort of way that you can transfer over mm-hmm. makes that a lot easier than trying to search for a new part-time job whilst you're also juggling everything else so I had that and then going back to the students union side of things I I think it's the same across all different universities but when you are a student and you run the elections for a part-time role that's voluntary but then that opens the door to then run for a full-time role which is then full-time paid Um, so I think yeah it's good to have a bit of a mix I'd say of voluntary and paid work alongside your studies if you can yeah definitely I had a part-time job as well when I was at home for the summer and Christmas and that sort of thing I worked in like conferences and events so got to do weddings um it was lots of late nights and long hours but it meant that I was able to save up loads of money to then live my life at uni job free um but I actually was in my final year on the Wiser Academy as an ambassador and that's kind of like a part-time flexible student role that fits around your studies and your societies and all your commitments because there's no minimum commitment you kind of do what you can and you get rewarded for what you put in um so yeah I had a really good experience as part of that and that's what brought me to Wiser as well that's kind of how I met the company and decided to join full-time um but that was a really great way to earn money on my terms um but also had loads of other great benefits in terms of my career and professional development and that sort of thing too additional point to that is uni temps is a really really great Mm. website just to find quick temporary jobs I know that was my way of making money throughout university I did so in my I think second or third year I helped I signed up to be like a healthcare administrator so literally for 
the first year's freshers week I was helping them do the forms and sign up with the uni healthcare and it was really really well paid it was like 150 odd a day and it was during the day when everyone else is hung over you do have to get yourself up and out but then you can still enjoy the evenings and the afternoons with your friends and there were so many other jobs I did with that like like being a campus ambassador doing the tours things like that which are really quick non-committal ways of making money and it was always so well paid yeah and actually now you've mentioned it there's also another website called stint mm-hmm. which is where you can work with nightclubs and you often get free entry after so you can be on the door getting tickets and then you get to club with your friends after which is a good way to merge nightlife yeah that's good work life balance yeah <laughs> <laughs> love it um so if you could go back in time to little first year jody and sass is there anything that you would do differently about your university experience oh that's a good question I think first of all, I'd just tell myself not to worry, like just embrace it. There's so many new opportunities to learn from an experience. And I feel like if I went back, I'd just do more and get involved in more things. Um, for So I went to um, a non-selective state school and we didn't really get much information about kind of careers and specifically spring weeks and internships um, and what you had to apply for kind of when you're in first year and so I actually missed the boat on things like summer internships and spring weeks in first year because I just didn't know that they were a thing I kind of thought oh, well I'll find a job after I graduate and in the meantime I'll just do part-time work um, so I now I know so much more about student recruitment I definitely tell myself to look into things like internships and um, spring weeks because they're a really easy way to just dip your toe into different industries, understand a bit more about how they tick and you can figure out what you don't want to do as well as what you do want to do. Um, and I definitely wish I'd done that. And same with events and campus events and things like that that companies run. I'd love to have got involved in with more and I'd probably know um, yeah, more about it from a student point of view. Yeah, that's a really good point actually because I know quite a lot of people that went to uni to study one, like their degree subject and then actually ended up going into a completely different career. So I think definitely keeping your options open all the way through I, I mean, I didn't do any spring weeks or internships either. It just wasn't on my radar. Mm. And so if I'd got to the end of my degree, realised I didn't want to study, didn't want to go into dance, like I realised, um, but then didn't go down that sort of student politics route, then I wouldn't have really known where to go next. So I think definitely um, keeping, yeah, keeping your eyes peeled, getting involved with mm. as much as you can along the way. is yeah. a great one. And it's much easier, I think, to say yes to your friends to like go down the pub in the evening rather than yeah. like go on to campus and watch a talk about a company or apply for spring weeks, that kind of thing. But your future self will thank you, I feel like. Yeah, definitely. And touching on what we've just spoken on, I mean, Jodie, you've got a whole career off the back of your part-time <laughs> role at university. But did any of these societies give you transferable skills that you now use on a day-to-day basis at Wiser? Yeah, I think my society committee positions shaped actually the industry that I wanted to go into. So I was social sec in second year for politics society. That made me realise I really liked organising events and just organising mm. things in general. Um, and then I was also publicity sec for um, Copperfield, which is like the breast cancer oh, awareness yeah. charity um, on campus. And I did um, all the social media for that. And that made me realise that I liked doing social media. And now I work in early talent attraction, which combines both of those things. And then also the Wiser Academy, <laughs> which I was also on. So I think my uni experience really teed me up for my career um my degree not so much but still loved it (laughs) yeah absolutely I think you can't underestimate the skills that you get from being involved in a club or a society the people skills just from working with lots of different types of people um interacting with them managing them I was 
similarly I did a stint as a social sec <laughs> uh, which does give you great organizational skills um and then also I was like a choreographer and even that nice. you know going into the working world you you almost choreograph like every day like work yeah. like in terms of instructing other people mm. and um working as part of a team and and influencing people all of that it, it's you know those are skills that you wouldn't necessarily in the moment you don't necessarily think that how important they can be for later on in life but um yeah I think definitely committee positions but also just being part of a team you can mm. learn so much from it mm. and what advice would you like to give to current students who want to make the most out of their universities and also would love to hear a bit more about the Wiser Academy and the opportunity that that poses for students as well yeah, my advice would definitely be to apply for the Wiser Academy. Yeah, no, but it's not only is it a great way to earn money flexibly, but it is just such a great network of other like-minded students at over 60 different universities across the UK. You can make, I mean, we've got people who've made friends for life and still meet up years later, which is really nice to see. Um, but actually also the industry insight and the knowledge you gain from all the training sessions with the different companies that you work with the contacts you make with those companies too. Um, a lot of the Wiser Academy students end up working for some of the companies that we work with, which is really nice to see as well. Um, and then also just the development angle. So Wiser is a employer branding and talent agency. We have so many industry professionals on recruitment, on development, and there's a lot of things that we can pass on to students that are part of the programme. So things like CV tips, cover letters, interview tips, um, but also things like public speaking training and that sort of thing. Um, so yeah, it's a really a really great thing to get involved in, as I would say. <laughs> and Sass, any other advice that you'd want to give students to make the most of their time at uni? I mean, if anyone knows how to make the most out of uni, it's Sass. She <laughs> extended her stay there by two years. Oh, uni was the best time ever. Um, oh, I think just yeah don't put so much pressure on yourself like really just make the most of every opportunity like get involved with societies go on that night out you know you don't realize how lucky you are when you're at uni that you've got so many friends so many different things going on right outside your door um once you once you're in the working world it's all you know a bit more like I don't know it's it's a bit more few and far between those opportunities Mm. so just yeah and also I think it's an amazing opportunity to really just learn from other people. Like at university, there's just, you know, you're surrounded by people from all walks of walks of life. And there's a lot that we can learn from each other. And I think that that is like one of the things that I perhaps took for granted a bit or could have made more of while I, while I was at uni. Yeah, I think you really get out what you put in to uni and you can coast by and get your degree and not really dip your toe into the world of societies or into different part-time jobs or networking with people. Mm. But actually, the things that I've benefited the most from isn't the things that I learned on my degree, but it's the things that I learned outside of it. And it's because I put in that little bit of extra effort. So, yeah. yeah. And when you're paying back your student loan, you want to think, yeah, this is fine. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I met my um, fiancé at uni, so that was worth Right, guys, so we thought you could help us out with some listeners' dilemmas. These are some questions that our listeners have sent in. So, are you ready to be the agony aunts for today? Yep. Yeah, I'm so ready for this. <laughs> so, the first question is, I've started a grad job and it's just not right for me, but I don't want it to look bad on my CV if I leave within less than a year. Should I stick it out or look elsewhere? I guess mm. it depends if it's a grad job or a grad scheme I would say like if it's a program where they might have rotations 
um, then there's an, there's a chance that they might get to see different parts of the business and that perhaps maybe just the, the area of the business they're in right now um, isn't for them. But that's fine because most of the time that's what a rotational scheme is for is to really like, work out what's right for you. So I'd say probably stick it out. If it's an entry-level role and you're kind of very much in where you're going to be for the next few years, I'd say don't don't worry about the how it looks on your CV. Mm. It's so common now. The average according to research according to research the average student actually um, believes that they will only stay in their first job for two years so you know that's just becoming the norm and so if it's not right for you get out and do something different I'd say yeah don't waste your time on something that doesn't make you happy like your mental health is more important than anything um agree about the rotational aspect but if it's also like the company and the culture that you're not meshing with it's probably not going to change overnight. And so if it's really affecting you, then I think just get out. Don't worry about how it looks on the CV. You can make up for it. Mine wasn't necessarily a grad role. It was just an entry-level role. And I got out after four months. Mm. But they say that it's so much easier to get a job when you're in a job. So oh, yeah. stay in it. Don't leave and be unemployed and then go looking for your next venture. Stick with it until mm. you find something that really does suit you better. Mm. And honestly, I've never looked back and. I don't regret leaving after four months. I don't think that's hindered me at all. Mm. I would challenge that slightly and say that I was in my first job after university for Mm. around six months and then I left to go travelling and had an unemployed period of time. Thankfully, I found wiser, but I feel like being unemployed spurred me on. So Mm. I had to treat the job hunt like a job. I'd go to the coffee shop from nine to five every day. So I don't think it's the end of the world Mm. as well. So I think both work, whatever pushes you. Yeah. Okay, next dilemma for you guys. I'm currently doing a degree in something I love, but the job prospects of this degree are kind of shit. I don't know what to do because I love my subject, but I don't want to be broke. Help. I think we can, I mean, I can definitely relate to that um, dilemma. Like when I first started my degree, I loved, I was really interested in politics, but I kind of knew that doing a degree in politics wasn't going to be as beneficial in the future as doing something like maths but I just did it anyway because I loved it and I knew that I'd work harder at it because I was interested um and I think if you're in that situation just I mean still put effort into your degree and still enjoy your studies but try and diversify your CV by doing things like insight weeks or events or um researching different careers and trying to get that experience up um because I think also I don't know many companies that actually look at the subject that you studied really um it's it's much more like the transferable skills that you've learned so if you can frame it in a certain way and you've got other experience to back that up that's much more powerful than just saying i've studied this exact thing in theory because actually not well no matter what you study that the theory that you learn is probably not going to apply directly to what you do anyway yeah that was a great answer speechless Well, guys, that was so insightful and lovely to hear more about how you've made the most out of university. I think we're going to have a lot of listeners running to those societies, signing up, (laughs) trying out those tester sessions. So thank you so much for your time today. Thanks for having me. Thanks. Yeah, it was great. So just before you go, if you're looking for grad roles, internships, placements or even spring weeks, we have so many opportunities live with our clients right now. Currently, we have roles open at Hayes McIntyre, Maven Securities and Softcat. So head to our link tree in the description to find out more. And get applying now. If you've enjoyed today's episode, please subscribe to our channel and leave us a little review. Thanks so much for tuning in, guys. We'll see you next week. Bye.